You're listening to the St. Mark's Podcast for April 8, 2023, the Great Vigil of Easter. Today's sermon was given by the Reverend John Kennedy. It's based on Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. So here we are on the threshold, being pulled from death into life, out of darkness into light. We are in the Passover moment, the hinge, the pivot, the axis, the turning point of the Paschal mystery. Christ has died and has been laid in the tomb. He has rested on this holy Saturday, this holy Sabbath. All has been quiet, silent, still. But now there are rumblings of an earthquake that is to come. We hear rumors of the victory of God, of the vanquishing of darkness, of things which were cast down and being raised up, and things which had grown old being made new. Jesus is about to break out of the tomb, to burst his three days prison. But are we ready? Are we ready to say, to feel, to believe that Christ is risen, that he has won the victory, to tell it out with joyful voice? I hope that you do feel ready. But I know that sometimes, perhaps much of the time, Our lives and our world feel more like Good Friday and Holy Saturday than Easter. That the shadow of the cross and the silence of the tomb might sometimes, even often, seem more relatable than the hope, the joy, and the light of the resurrection. That this world of ours might look more like what Leonard Cohen called this dismal catastrophe and veil of tears than a world in which all things are being brought to their perfection. And I know that some of us, perhaps many, perhaps even most of us, are fighting some kind of battle that we don't know we can win. That many of us have been wounded by sickness, sadness, strained and broken relationships, loss and loneliness. And that perhaps from time to time there is an unbearable silence, an inner emptiness that haunts us, that can tempt us to despair. Well, if so, perhaps you are more ready to experience the resurrection and to be caught up in its life-giving power than you think. In 1967, Pope Paul VI asked Thomas Merton, the Trappist monk, writer, mystic, and spiritual master, to write a message from a contemplative to the world, a contemplative being one who has dedicated their life to the search for God in silence and prayer. And he wrote this. Can I tell you that I have found answers to the questions that torment the people of our time? 
I do not know if I have found answers. But perhaps in my solitude, I have become, as it were, an explorer for you. I have been summoned to explore a desert area of the human heart, an arid, rocky, dark land of the soul. And in this area, I have learned that one cannot truly know hope unless they have found out how like despair hope is. One cannot truly know hope unless they have found out how like despair hope is. Despair and hope alike? How can this be? Perhaps because when our hope, our trust, is in ourselves, when our hope is merely a human or natural hope, we forget to seek and wait for God. When we put our trust in our own strength, our sensitivity to the divine gets dulled, blunted, weakened. But when we reach the end of our rope, when we run out of our own steam, when we don't know what to do or where to go, then perhaps we are ready to truly know what hope is. When Jesus is laid in the tomb, all human hope is gone. The lights are out. Only darkness remains. But it is at this point, in this place, that the radiance and power of God breaks through and shines forth. The Paschal Mystery teaches us that our silence, our sorrow, our darkness, and even our despair can be the axis, the, the vertex of the parabola, the point at which we are ready to be raised up to newness of life in Christ. In the words of W. H. Auden, nothing can save us that is possible. The resurrection is impossible, but it's real. And this reality, this risen one, lives in you, in us, in each person gathered here. Not because we have observed a particularly holy Lent, maybe you have, maybe you haven't, or are otherwise spiritually, morally, or intellectually prepared, but because we are suffering and struggling human beings, because we are fighting battles we cannot win on our own. Christ has come to fight the battle for us, and he has won. He lives in us, waiting to be recognized, waiting to be remembered. So, let's help each other. In a few minutes, when, when the lights come on, look for the risen Christ in the people you see, in the people around you, in the people you greet when we exchange the peace. Perhaps it will be easier for you to recognize the risen Christ in your neighbor than in yourself. 
And I pray that one of your neighbors will give you the gift of recognizing the risen Christ in you so that you may see him and believe in him and through believing have life in his name. Christ died and was risen for this, to draw us together and into communion with God, into a peace that passes all understanding and into an imperishable hope and life that overcomes all the despair and death in our world. Amen. You can find more sermons on our website, www.stmarksnewcanaan.org.